0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light, the Lightfinger Thief. And here I'm joined by Logar.
1: Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian, the interplanar traveling
0: barbarian. barbarian yes, we managed to uh, leave the material plane and, and turn into some other ones like the ethereal planes. So we are looking at Dragon Magazine issue
1: number 42. And this is a fascinating issue. I really like this
0: issue a lot. It's from October 1980, so it's going way back.
1: And the cover's really cool. It's it's one of the ones, so they used to have the the colored uh, border around the image back in the earlier, some of those that era of it. And they've got this cool little skeleton feller by a tree that says, a sign, this is the doomed only beyond this point. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty nice. There's a lantern hanging from this old scary tree. It's, it's a good one. So the article we're looking at is on page 24, The Inner Plains, Lehman's Tiny Hut. Now, I think it's interesting to look at this in the era it came out, because this talks this issue is touching on lots of demon stuff, lots of devils, things that we get away from as the, as the years go by, especially as we get into second edition after the satanic panic. But it's also looking at the planes and planar travel, and it's doing so about seven or so years, I believe, before the manual of the planes come out. To this point, I don't know what else we have planar like information I mean, in besides the player's handbook. I was
0: like, the player's handbook has a little bit, it shows the- like a what little graphic or chart
1: yeah the player's handbook gives a quick overview of the planes and planar travel now this we talk about in here it gives you some interesting stuff to work with first off the encounters encounters with a creature on the inner planes and the ethereal plane and stuff like that and it talks about how the ethereal plane is kind of this in between stage and in between points between pages where you can almost go from find ways in and out of different planes through there i've always had a certain view in my mind of what the ethereal plane looks like and how it is what they're going over here is your movement through the ethereal planes how it's kind of not the same as if we're moving now like i'm just going from so many like point a to point b it can be a little more hazy than that, how fast you move, how far you move. But the more you move through the ethereal planes, the more control you're able to get over your movement and where you're ending up. But to start with, it's very disorienting and hard to get around.
0: Oh, sure. You're a little bit out of control as you're flying through different planes. And once you get you know to navigating it properly, I'm sure you have better control. But you know, it still has chances of you getting caught in some type of, you know, Ethereal Cyclone or some other, you know, randomness that might happen as you're traveling through these planes.
1: Yeah, the ether cyclone, it talks about the chance of encountering a monster from that plane being passed through is much greater if the figure is actually within the inner plane. So let's talk about they have charge here for encounters. And it's interesting how it's set up it set. they have them set up a couple of different ways number one by the monster or the elemental or the creature that you're going to run into so i think one of the reasons that we're looking at demons in the very same book as, or the same issue as that is because you know we're talking about demons are existing on another plane another level in hells and stuff like that you can reach to it's got all kinds of things in here like the jinn uh ifridi essentially things that are a- along those lines of angels and demon type creatures that come from elemental planes of fire. And it gives you, so what it gives you is a percentage range. It starts off with by alignment of the monster that you're encountering. And, and then it corresponds it with what your alignment with
0: the uh, traveler or the party.
1: And what it'll do is like, so like if you're a lawful evil, let's say, and, and, the alignment of the traveler is lawful evil, and you run in, or we'll just we'll, we'll do. with lawful neutral, and the creature you run into is lawful evil. It gives you twenty nine to sixty three percent. Now, what that does is, if you roll below the twenty nine, you're going to have a negative encounter. Along that range is was that so? Well, I was the saying if, falls if, it, if it's with, below within if the it's, range, if it oh. falls
0: below, it's hostile. If it falls within, it's neutral. If it falls Above, above,, then it'll be helpful or positive.
1: And but it's gonna be positive at a cost. This is gonna cost you something treasure or magic or something. What's interesting is this, this is kind of like some of the earlier planer stuff they're doing. So things are going to change from here to like the manual of the planes and Planescape. And then they start doing more things with third edition. I don't know if they've done any planar manuals for fifth edition or not. I don't think they have. Uh, I don't think they they
0: have. Didn't they announce something recently where they're going to do a planar manual for 5B? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Now uh,
1: I know like there's a lot of like there's planar compass is great to check out. They do awesome stuff with the planes and new ways to travel Definitely for Old School Essentials, go check out the Planar Compass zines. The third one should be out sometime in the near future, and I'm hoping to see some more. And I'm hoping that there's eventually a, a nice com- like compiled omnibus edition in hardback this is what I'm really hoping to see eventually from those Planar Compass books because it's good stuff. And that's for old school essentials. So you can run it with most of your old school games. If you're running swords and wizardry or castles and crusades, it's easy enough to just take those stats and go with it. Yep. Now, so we got, we talked about the alignment. So alignment isn't the only way that we're dealing with things. It also gives you other stuff. If the monster you're dealing with has a, has a intelligence below like three, like four, or something like that. It's kind of just looking for things like food. Your encounters are going to act different. They're not really driven by the same things that more intelligent creatures are. So it kind of lays out that and how that alignment would be Um, and how the party's perceived, uh, perceived as being wealthy or poor and how that impacts the interaction as well is spelled out in
0: there. Which I thought was interesting. You know, it says appearance of the party, which is poor or wealthy, as well as weak or powerful or few, or many. So, you know, it makes sense. If you see a small party that appears weak and wealthy, they're probably going to jump on you.
1: I know that in some of the later stuff, and I don't think it really went into this, that, like, time doesn't necessarily run the same way through planes. And I've seen other, like, the manual of planes goes better into that, and some of the planescape stuff goes better into some of that. But again, this is earlier earlier planar travel stuff so it's a little bit different but it's a good beginning the movement it gives you stuff on like movement and things like that and how weird and out there it is and i would not i would not even attempt to use some of the rules in here for it
0: um i think it'd be a little bit complicated
1: (laughs) it is um i think that when you're like traveling through the ethereal plane and the movement is strange and bizarre i think it's better instead of using mechanics is to get descriptive with it and talk about the strangeness of it and kind of lean into what's going on and how disorienting it can be, the fact that we're not just moving along the same way. Now, we're also looking, so we're not just looking at the ethereal plane, but it also talks a bit about the astral plane as well. It does get into the ability to judge speed and distance on the inner plane. Speed and distance are distorted in the inner planes because conventional points of reference are not present or because they are blurred. Direction is distorted the least, as long as the figure took a good heading when he, she may begin the trip. And again, it gives you kind of a formula for the percentages to make your rolls. And the more you travel, the more used to it, you get the better your chances become of successfully reaching where you're trying to reach when you're trying to
0: reach that point yep and you also have a section on spellcasting and how spellcasting can uh, have issues let's say
1: <laughs> so yeah this is a, an early look at how that stuff goes on because different planes the rules and physics are different so things like magic and stuff changes and they give you a chart here changes the functions of magic items on the inner planes the air, water, fire, earth, positive, negative, and ethereal planes. And it kind of lays out some things like potions, potions of fire, resistance, undead undead control, healing and stuff like that. And And it kind of lays out if there's no change, if something fails at a certain percent or succeeds at a certain percent, or it becomes enhanced. And it's all kind of relative to which plane you are and how it relates. So, like one interesting things is that let me see here. They had stuff with like fire. So, if you're going to be uh, using rod of lightning, the sort of flame in the fire realm, you're going to get negatives. There's not sort of nine lives, no change in the fire realm. Sort of frost, you get a couple more negatives. So those those elemental planes. Will start to impact your powers, your abilities, your spells, and it gives you a chart to work with what was there from the OG AD and D. Like I've said, since we've had the manual of the planes and planescape come out, a lot more has been expanded on that since then. But this is a good one to read to kind of get the foundation ideas there of what they were doing from the beginning to work with for your own campaign.
0: Now it's interesting because you're talking about the flame sword. I think this, mm-hmm. yeah, the stats wrong in a flame store. You should get a bonus in the fire plane, not a negative. Well,
1: the fire plane works well, because it's not going to, it's not hurting anything. So it's like, it's like, you're just kind of wielding, like being fire, the negative or the pot, the, the norm there. It doesn't really, it doesn't really impact or harm things like it would here as much. It's not as much of a threat when you get there.
0: Which is odd because you get a bonus on the earth elemental plane with the flame sword. But anyways.
1: Yeah, you're going to get more of a bonus on the earth. Because, I mean, like uh, sand is 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 heated up, scorched, or sand heated up, scorched becomes glass. So it's going to have a, a bigger impact on things on the earth type things, if that makes sense, is the way I, uh, I
0: interpreted it, it. Got it. True. So it, it might be against the natives of that plane. That's why.
1: Yes. So like if everything up here is fire, it's like, oh well, I'm fire too. You're just hitting me with a with a fire what I'm hitting
0: me with. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt guys. It's, it, like, no.
1: it's like if I hit you with a meat sword. <laughs> <laughs> You're made well, of meat. <laughs>
0: well if you hit if you hit me with like a hot dog sword I'll probably eat the hot dog, you know. So <laughs>
1: I had some mustard on it
0: with some mustard yeah so but they also have some stuff on what space travel as well too which is interesting i mean uh it does get pretty in depth on the different types of planes that you'll get into
1: yeah so the space travel stuff i have thoughts because we so by the time the by the time the late 80s come around we're starting to play around with we start to get into things like spell jammers where where they make new totally new rules for space travel and and physics of how things work in that regards and then we also see that there is a a, a big change in how how like when planeskate comes in so I, the space travel rules are weird because we're traveling through the ethereal planes and stuff like that It says it's harder, and this is what I was a little lost about, because it says it's harder to travel in space near impossible, but it looks like you're able to accomplish greater travel at the same time, perhaps, in another realm than you would be just coming here and trying to go to another planet, unless I'm interpreting that differently.
0: Well, the scale is different between ethereal plane travel and and spaceship travel, I think is what we're seeing.
1: And that kind of goes back to like how we were talking in the, earlier on it about traveling from point A to point B and it being disoriented and getting your, getting your, uh, your surroundings and your destination, getting your reins and, and being able to travel that direction. So it's it it throws off my point A to point B is not necessarily the fastest way from point A to point B is not necessarily a straight line because these planes work in different ways. Correct. So we kind of mess up the whole, uh, it's not linear travel. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 and, and it's hard to really grasp or define what kind of, what it is. If we're not going for, by our regular, you know, three dimensional, four dimensional type thing, we're, we're talking about totally new dimensions of existence that kind of throw it all off. It seems,
0: perhaps the fifth
1: and sixth dimensions whatnot if you wanted to define them or categorize
0: them well you see we can have a crossover with like doctor who now you know that'd be pretty fun i'm always into my doctor who
1: i have no problem i have made so many npcs that are are generic doctor who's (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite um and like i said it gives you the charge for the travel and i don't think i would lean too much into using these charts um The changes in functions of spells in the inner planes and the changes of function of magic items on the inner planes and what works and what doesn't, how much they backfire. So there's a lot of information here. And if we're looking back in 1980, prior to 1980, but like to the late 70s and 80s, when they started putting out the AD&D books, A lot of the information for the game was in periodical magazines like Polyhedron and Dragon Mag and stuff like that. So a lot of the stuff wasn't in these larger books that we get now as like, oh, it was being put out in little articles and kind of worked out and ironed out that way. And that's definitely what we see here as an early portion of the planes. What I think would have been interesting is a world where maybe TSR didn't stray away from looking at demons as well to see how that would have evolved over those decades when they were avoiding it and what kind of books would have come out. But we never got that. We wouldn't get stuff like that till later on.
0: So In, in today's world, you know, we see publishers putting out, you know, indie publishers at least putting out like zines as well as online PDFs as blogs. So there might not be like a Dragon Magazine or Polyhedron, as you mentioned, but there are a lot of zines and blogs out there, which is why we try to review (laughs) a lot of zines and blogs for you so that you can see what type of cool indie creative stuff is going on out there.
1: And there's definitely building in much of the similar way I feel that was going on back then in those magazines that were definitely still building on to the lore and the playability of the game and, and taking it new directions the same way. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. Tell your friends about us. Share our stuff. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. WobbliesandWizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHalecrom. We could really use the support on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Let us know what plan you're playing on.